Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are talking on friendship again. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, This is the show that we do once a month where I am joined by friendship expert Lisa Lucas is here. And we talk about a, a Hallmark film or a Hallmark like film Mm -hmm. uh, that we talk about from the perspective of friendship and we have so much fun doing it and thank you so much Elise for being here hi I am ready to talk about ghosting I'm excited to be here it's a popular topic (laughs) I talk about with my students (laughs) yeah I think this is going to be very very interesting we're talking about ghosts of Christmas past today this was a film on Lifetime channel last year and uh i think it was one that kind of went under the radar not a lot of people saw it talked about it and so i'm excited to kind of give it its moment in the sun because i think i love it good movie i thought it was cute so i am ready to talk about it and all the sweaters that she wore (laughs) uh part of the reason why i think this went under the radar is because lifetime made the decision last year they were going to wait to start later in the season than Hallmark at least. And uh, that they were going to, once they started to have a, a movie every single day. Oh, <laughs> okay. as opposed to uh, typically starting in October and having mm-hmm. a, sometimes Multiple. even two movies uh, uh, on a Saturday, but mm-hmm. at least uh, have two to three movies a weekend. You know, sometimes we'd have that. That was the typical lifetime kind of model. They never did. They've never done as many as Hallmark, but they only have one channel versus Hallmark that has two channels. So that's part of the reason. <laughs> uh, but this plan to do a movie every day, it really backfired. It did yeah. not work. Uh, mm-hmm. They... They tried. That's the most important thing. We did our best. We did our best. (laughs) But the problem was, is that it was just too much, even for us. Like we tried to cover, but we didn't get to all of them. I mean, yeah, you're like, there was just so many. And you have like a team of people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You have a staff. Yeah. (laughs) It's literally basically my full-time job to watch Christmas movies and I still couldn't keep up with them all. If Rachel can't keep up with it, you're doing something wrong. That's all I'm going to say. That's my two cents. But because of it, they, a lot of these, these smaller movies that were say on like a Tuesday or, you know, like not on the weekend got mm-hmm. kind of missed because so this is what happened yeah. to this movie it yeah, got ghosted I, they ghosted their own movie ghosted. oh my goodness <laughs> how ghosted. meta and it's a shame because the two of the the ones that went under the radar this and one called say yes to christmas which maybe we'll do eventually yeah uh, that were a lot better than most of the uh, original lifetime movies last year uh they because these were acquisitions that other studios make and then they sell them to lifetime or hallmark or whatever and i thought that they were a lot better than uh there were some really bad originals on lifetime last year i don't know what was happening why that happened they had one with uh, i think it was called mistletoe in montana that, was, <laughs> that had <laughs> that had uh, melissa joan hart it was terrible. A I mean, stinker. it was really bad. So 
Yeah, I I don't know exactly what their thinking was, but unfortunately, some of the good ones got missed, and the bad ones were bad. Of course, we're front and center. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyway, so that's part of the reason why I wanted to pick this movie, because I feel like it was really good, and more people mm-hmm. should give it a shot. And I thought the script was very well done. And I am in communication with the writer, Mm. uh, Shannon Latimer, uh, and we're working out. uh, We may even have it already posted by the time this, this recording this kind of early. So I may even have it posted. We'll see. We're working on an interview with her because I thought she did a really good job with the writing. Yeah, that's awesome. For this one. I love how (sighs) you talk to everyone. You don't just talk about, like the movies or recaps or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you get in there and you're talking to the actors and actresses and the writers. And I think that's just really a fun addition to the the podcast, which might've been its original purpose. I'm, I'm not entirely yeah. sure. You can well, the very take first, me down. you can flashback <laughs> it for me. <laughs> the very first person that we ever interviewed was a writer, Nina Wyman, who's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And, and we've interviewed her, I think, seven times. So we've become wow. pretty good, pretty good friends with her. Uh, and we've, I kind of, I feel like more than other genres, people are aware of the writers in these Hallmark movies. Yeah. Uh, people, oh, that's a Julie Sherman Wolf movie. Oh, that's oh, a yeah, Nina Wyman like, movie. Like, like, oh, that's a Lacey Chabert movie or whatever. Right? Yeah, like, but I, but with the I, writers. I, I, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's so cool. Tracy Andreen. and I feel they like their their time too. They deserve <laughs> the attention as well. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I I feel like we deserve a little bit of credit for that. I yeah, think that, absolutely. That I think it's we, super fun because the writers are incredible and they do such a good job. And uh, it's been a, a privilege to get to talk to. I love talking to the writers. So I thought she did a really good job with this movie and. The little summary is Ellie is told by a fortune teller that she must resolve her past and make amends with all of those she has ghosted before Christmas and discovers love in the process. So, of course, we'll dive in. But overall, yeah, what did you think of this one? First off, as I already mentioned, stellar sweater set for the main actress. Like, a new sweater every single day. Yeah. And not just, like, sweaters that you would imagine, like... They had personality, and I really liked that. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought it was cute. I, I wasn't sure entirely what was going to happen, in which sometimes I think that's my my criticism, but also like a plus, right? It's a, mm-hmm. it's like the good and bad news is that if you walk watch a Hallmark movie, you probably know what's going to happen, and that can be a good thing. But sometimes I like being surprised and and and, and that sort of thing. And I was like, there was a part where I was like he's who (laughs) so i had one of those moments and so i love when that happens so i thought it was really cute overall and i like that they take on the idea of ghosting because as someone who teaches about communication and relationships this is something that i think because has this catchy name is like super seen as super common now and really it's just avoidance but but we'll talk about that more and how technology plays a role of course and and but overall i liked it from all different angles the writing the sweaters the story Mm -hmm. the let's talk about relationships in a different way with the ghosting i thought that was really cool 
Me too. I, I wrote in my notes, I really like her sweaters in this movie, so I'm with you. I was like, the first sweater, I was like, oh, that's a nice sweater she has on there. And she's like trying to get off the phone with her sister-in-law or whatever. And I was like, had to rewind it because I didn't see what the scene was because I was paying too much attention to her sweater. And then I started noticing, I was like, she has a different sweater in every single scene. So yeah, yeah it was really definitely... Does. Definitely a fun little treasure hunt for sweaters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the movie stars Annie Clark as Ellie, and she is somebody who starts conversations online, but then can't take the next step to actually like a relationship. Yeah. And she's scared. It, she's so scared. She's scared. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I liked her a lot. I'm not that familiar with this actress, but I thought that she was really charming. Yeah, I thought she was cute and adorable, and I would watch uh, another movie with her mm-hmm. for sure. So, like, Lifetime, Hallmark, you know, pick her up. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's do yeah. some more. <laughs> and she is a video game designer, which was also kind what? of a fun, like, creative what? career. Yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. This is, like, so hip and now and maybe not now, maybe five years ago. But still, I was like, this is cool. Usually they're, like a PR special, I don't know, like there's, yeah. there's common interior decorator, you know, but this was cool. I was like, yeah, get nerdy. Let's go. I was all about it. <laughs> it was cute. It was fun. It's and, and I thought that the design was cute. I enjoyed it. I was like, I, I, I mean, I don't play video games at all, but if I did play video games, I would be down to try out this game. Yeah, you're like, this looks cute. <laughs> yeah, or her rogue reindeer. That kind of made me laugh throughout yeah. the night. She's like, why are all the why are all the reindeers men or <laughs> male? Why are all the True. reindeers male? That made me True laugh. That. <laughs> <laughs> but and then she has Charlie, who is her work friend. Mm-hmm. And she's pretty critical of him because he has refused promotions. He doesn't want, he's like happy where he is in his job and she thinks he should be more ambitious. Uh, What what did you think about him and his character? Is he someone that we've seen before? He's been in a bunch. I'm trying to see if, think if we have covered him on on friendship. I, I just thought he felt familiar to me and I couldn't quite place it. And of course I didn't IMDB at the time because why not save it till we're live in the episode? Apparently, <laughs> But I liked him and I wasn't sure what was going to happen there. If he was just going to sort of be on the journey for, for going through the ghosting or if they would create a relationship. And I thought, like I said, there was sort of an interesting twist that involved him that I thought was really good. Um, and, but then I was like, wait a minute, what's he so up in arms about in terms of ghosting? <laughs> so it's interesting because he is obviously wants to stay around because he's in love with her and mm-hmm. that's why he's refusing these promotions and everything. But on the other hand, if he is making enough to support himself and he's happy where he's at. Some people don't want to be in then, charge of stuff. Yeah, that's fine. Unless promotions are only money, then he's dumb. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, money isn't everything. But um, but if, if it's like more 
like leadership roles, not everyone wants to do that and that's okay. So, so yeah, but you're a good point. Like he's like, then I can stay here and never, but the only problem with that is like, if you're going to stay because you love her, you're just going to love her. Or are you going to like make your move buddy? Cause he's saying that she refuses to make her own and, and, um, <clears throat> looks, <laughs> looks and sounds like you need to take your own advice, Charlie. <laughs> Yeah, he is definitely hesitant to make a move, but uh, I mean, it's hard if he had been ghosted, which of course we find out that he had, and uh, (laughs) so he's hesitant, (laughs) and she seems kind of a little bit intimidating, I think, of a person. Yeah, she is, and I mean, she's really pretty. She's really put together Mm -hmm. and then to also be like brilliant at the gaming stuff that she does. I mean, it's a male dominated field. Right. And Mm -hmm. so it, 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 she might just come across intimidating because she knows what she's doing, (laughs) which is unfortunate. Like, don't be scared of her. She's fine. But, uh, but also like maybe chill out a little bit, Ellie. (laughs) When we all we see later on in the movie when he, uh, he he kind of tricks her says oh I've uploaded the the file when she doesn't feel like it's finished and she's pretty harsh to him about oh you know you you can't be you always take the easy way out basically kind mm-hmm. of a thing and so there's definitely and we start at this beginning with uh, he wants to go to the party she wants to keep working late. And it's hard because some people are just perfectionists at work. Hi, have you met me? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, podcasting really helped me be less concerned about being a perfectionist because if I was a perfectionist, not one episode would come out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But so I understand. But yeah, but part of me was also like, it's okay if you don't change that one thing or let other people do it. Like she doesn't even Mm -hmm. want other people to change the things and sort of like, feel free to delegate, you know? Yeah. I was just talking to someone about that the other day that if I took out every single like or, um, or I mean, I try to take out a lot, but if I, if I was a perfectionist, we would not have near the content. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like if you want things to be conversational and you just need to make things happen, especially if you're covering Mm -hmm. so many things, like it's okay. Like, and it's also okay if someone skips an episode because maybe, you know, it's not to their liking. It's okay. It's all, it's, it's free. I mean, (laughs) but also feel free to support Hallmarkies on Patreon and other locations. (laughs) she did not direct me to say that I did that all on my own (laughs) but yeah I feel like it's easy to sort of criticize other people for Mm -hmm. differing work ethics Mm -hmm. I mean and it is hard when you're actually working together and making different work ethics work but all that matters in the end I think is if the person is happy with their work ethic, I guess if they, like for me, I, I work, I have no work balance, zero, none. Yeah. And <laughs> I work all the time. I'm she either does, watching it's something true. for a, a, some, for a podcast episode or a review, or I am working on the content, uh, yeah. coming up with questions, notes, uh, 
I am editing. I do most of the editing for the podcast, uh, you know, contacting different things. It's just, I'm just always working all the time. This uh, is your full-time job plus your job. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just everything to me and I love it and I love doing what I do. And granted, like a lot of stuff is pretty fun, like going to critic screenings and stuff like that. But I'm just saying that some people could see that and be like, wow, you don't have any life. And I'd be like, well, accurate, but I'm happy. Actually, yeah, whereas I was probably more like that when I, well, I would just say recently I'm looking for more of a balance myself. And that's okay, Mm -hmm. too, right? Like, we can still find the time to record and work together, but I don't, you're not like, geez, Elisa, you're not ever doing anything. And I'm not like, hey, Rachel, maybe you need to calm down. (laughs) But when we work together, we figure out a way to work together, right? So I think if someone's work ethic is making it difficult for a task to be completed by the deadline or for people to collaborate in, in an effective way, then that's a concern. But otherwise to each their own, we have, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like, are you a morning person or a night person or neither or both? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I, we, I all have, just... we all use time differently. Mm-hmm. We work at different times just because someone works at 2 AM instead of 2 PM yeah. doesn't mean they're any less productive. Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah, well, and I just related to both Charlie and Ellie in this because they are both trying their hardest. They both uh, are, I I just felt like they were both pretty realistic characters. I could imagine both of these people falling in love, but also their frustrations with each other. And I, again, I just thought the writing was really solid. Yeah, absolutely. And because sometimes this best, the friends to lovers kind of plot line can be frustrating because you're just like, yeah. how can you be this naive? Like, he's so obviously in love with you. What is wrong with you? But at but, the same time, if he wasn't talking to his friend who was Santa, like at first, like, yeah. I don't know if I just like missed something. But at first I was like, he just seems like someone who's like, okay, this is entertaining. Let me figure out a way to help her with like this ghosting situation. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I said, but if there weren't the scenes with him talking to his Santa friend, I would have missed that just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it was more subtle than in some of these. Where yeah, so like... it's not, it didn't like slap me in the face like, oh, good mm-hmm. Lord, buddy. Like, come on, get it together. <laughs> and so I he was more kinda... like that with her because I was like, how many people have you ghosted? <laughs> like, I get ghosting here or there, but it shouldn't be your M.O. <laughs> We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. So she goes to the party under kind of 
duress. She doesn't really want to go, but she agrees to go just basically to get some food. (laughs) (laughs) She's working. And uh, they have this bet uh, that uh, if, if she loses it, then she has to go to this fortune teller. (laughs) and so she ends up going to the fortune teller Mm. and uh this looks like a pretty fun party yeah i'm i was ready to go i'm like (laughs) we get office party (laughs) we should have an office party not in the same office but let's do it (laughs) if you come to visit me this christmas i will throw you a party oh my goodness i just need to get a ticket to utah that doesn't cost (laughs) as much as a firstborn child does and then you can it's a I, little wild. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of going to New York again in June. Yeah. Uh, and but the tickets were almost double what I paid what? Uh, to go in March. Like <laughs> tickets were so expensive that I couldn't afford to go. Yeah. But anyway, so she goes to the fortune teller, and I I thought this was again really fun. There's uh, the dense cloud in her love life mucking everything up in her future. There's a collection of wandering souls awaiting answers. They are ghosts. Wait, you're the ghost. <laughs> and he says, "You have ghosted all these men and let your fear get the best of you." And she then she says, "If you don't make amends to every man you have ghosted by midnight Christmas Eve, you will never find true love." Mm, so that was you in danger, good. girl. The line from Ghost, <laughs> the movie, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. perfect. <laughs> she did a good job. I thought that the uh, fortune teller. She was funny. Yes, she I love good. I love fortune telling. Like I I just it's. To me, it's like not something I know enough about, but it's always mm-hmm. fun to see or be a yeah. part of. Like people have like, you know, folks at parties. I want to go to someone. This might be a little out there for some people, but there are people who read your past lives, and I'm like, I want to know. Was I like a was I a teen girl in Paris, France, <laughs> in macaroons? Like, I, even if it's just it's just entertaining, like of anything, you know. But yeah, so I thought that scene was a lot of fun. Have you ever seen Defending Your Life, Albert Brooks, Meryl Streep? No, I'm writing oh, it down it's so, though. It's so good. It's one of my favorites. Does it's, it have a, something like this in it? Yes. So, well, so it's it's about the afterlife. He, so he dies at the beginning of the movie, and he goes. To, there's like this way station in between, uh, and you get assigned to whatever level of hotel by whatever mm-hmm. life you led. So Meryl Streep like saved a a child in a fire or whatever. So she's in this like super nice place. And Albert Brooks is in this like 1970s, you know, like really cruddy hotel. And, (laughs) and, and so basically the whole idea of the movie is that you, uh, you get to defend your life and uh, there's actually a trial. And if you lived a good enough life, then you could go on to the next phase but if you didn't then you have to go and try bat try again well there's this whole thing in the movie where you can go to the movies and you see a movie based on all the other lives that you've lived you've lived before so fun i wrote it down (laughs) made me think of it i just googled it really quickly it looks like i can Uh, stream it on hulu so i'm excited movie for the weekend yeah i love it i think it's so funny and (laughs) great anyway uh maybe we'll have to do that one for on friendship one of these days 
piece. Yeah, that piece. That would be, yes. Can that be our next one? That sounds like a lot yeah, of fun. It's really good. But I I really enjoyed this whole thing of the fortune teller. What a fun idea for a Christmas party. I usually yeah. I've never seen that at a Christmas party before. I can't even remember the last Christmas party I've been to. I like know. for work. Like I don't think we usually the semester's over and people are grading and then it's like, whatever, bye. Yeah. <laughs> usually like the college, the dean throws something for all the the departments in the college, mm-hmm. but with the pandemic we haven't done it in a couple of years. So I, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I usually just has food and and talking. And I let's just say I'd be first in line for a Christmas party if there's a fortune teller. Yeah, that would be. We fun. need to send my dean a, a, a message. Uh, Elisa would love for you to have a fortune teller at next year's Christmas yes. party. Thank you. Uh huh. So let's talk about this whole thing yes. with her ghosting. So hmm. how? Many interactions do you think are required for it to be considered ghosting? Mm, that's a great question. I think something that is uh, established contact and maybe content, uh, like going back and forth a little bit. I think if you send a message and they don't respond, I don't think that's ghosting because they might not have gotten it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that some people might consider it ghosting, like on a dating app, if they send a message and you write back and then they send another one and then you don't write back. And they're like, Oh, I guess, but I don't like the question might be, do, when do we need to be maybe hurt or mad about it? How about that? That might be, (laughs) I think uh, more than it might be established on the intimacy of conversation, Mm -hmm. but I would say time wise, if you've been talking for at least two weeks, I think if someone stopped talking, that would be ghosting. And then maybe, you, you might feel a little hurt or upset about it. Or as the mom says, it's just rude. <laughs> <laughs> I loved her mom. Was, she was great. I, thought I was not expecting for mom to be as, um, like the way they talked about her. I, I don't think necessarily she, she didn't quite match. Cause like the sister-in-law was like, well, you know what mom's like when she gets drinking. And I was like, what? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, so that that's was on lifetime. And then I was like, yeah, lifetime. That's a lifetime movie for you, Lisa. <laughs> but what do you think? Like when, when would you call it ghosting? I think like everyone might have their own definition and that might be part of the yeah, problem part is of- that someone be like, Oh, I didn't really ghost you. Cause we only talked like two or three times where someone else might be like, but I sent you a message and you didn't even write back to say, I don't think this is going to work out. Good luck in your journey or, you know, something like yeah. that. So what about you? What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I want to sign up for her, this dating app that she's on because she's connecting with so many people. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, wait, is this realistic? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I have not had great luck with apps or online dating of any kind, really. It's weird because I feel like I'm pretty good at like all the other types of social media. But yeah, the dating uh, apps, you're like, not quite sure. Still figuring it out. (laughs) But but, yeah, I mean, I, I think if you're getting to the point where you're close to or meeting each other has been discussed then mm-hmm. I would say that if you just all of a sudden don't, you know, don't respond anymore, then that's ghosting. Well, I but feel I like think that's like if people are talking, like they might stay online a little bit longer because they might feel a little bit more comfortable there that people can establish. So this is one of the things that I teach is that uh, is a theory that I won't get into all the theoretical stuff, but the gist is this, is that 
we can make relationships equally in levels of intimacy as we do face-to-face online. It just takes four times as long to do so. And so Uh one of the things I would say is if you haven't met face-to-face, but you've been talking online for a month, I would consider that ghosting if they didn't. Yeah, I would too. Like, like there is so so that's. I'm just saying if you to consider. I'm just saying if you get if you get to the point where it's being discussed, like we should meet, or even she was like, "Oh, you want to meet? Never mind." (laughs) (laughs) But I had the other day. I had somebody I was chatting with on an app, and and. It seemed pretty nice, but he was so insistent. He kept, well, do you want to go do this? You want? And I'm like, I'm not ready for it. I just need to get to know you a little bit better. I need to chat yeah. a little bit more Yeah. before a date. And I don't know, maybe that's me being hesitant, but I just, it was too much too fast for me. I need more time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, but yeah, <clears throat> they're put on a project together. And uh, you see her watching Christmas Carol. And then she has sort of the dream of all the people that she's ghosted. And mm. <laughs> I I liked the way that they involved Christmas Carol. In yes. This. I thought it was good. Yes. I, I like that. Like, it just makes sense, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it fits so well. And I think it's it just adds to the strength of the story that they're telling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then she finds out that he's turning down the promotions. He says, I'm contented, with, but he really just wants to work with her. Yeah. Which is very sweet and worthy. <laughs> You're like, oh, hey, who, who wants to come see this next movie mm-hmm. with me? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, people who want to work with us or be with us. It always makes everyone feel a little bit better. We like being liked. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> well, it's a cute project that they're doing where he's yes. going to help her with this ghosting. Of course, we know that he had also been ghosted, which is just such a it's a fun concept for a movie. Yes. And I still was surprised at the end. I was like, What? um i liked when they said that she said the there's untrustworthy about uh i said it that it was untrustworthy about how he parts his hair (laughs) (laughs) Uh, was that the pretzel guy or was that someone else because the pretzel guy was annoying i can't remember who was (laughs) um so they're doing secret santas and she gets her mom as the secret Santa and her mother is perfect at gift giving. And so she feels like, Oh great. You know, what am I going to get my mom? And they have kind of a bit of a rocky relationship. Her and her mom. Mm-hmm. I liked her mom a lot. And, uh, and so she's, that's kind of a theme throughout the movie as well. What am I going to get my mom? I can rec- I can uh, relate to this because my father is impossible to buy presents for. <laughs> My dad is simple. He gets the, and likes the same exact things every year. And he'll be like, oh my gosh, as if he doesn't have 50 million of the same thing. But I, I love that that sort of like simplicity of my dad where he's like, you know, he likes what he likes and, and he enjoys the things he enjoys. My mom, on the other hand, is the sort of person who like, I buy things when I want or need them. And so then she has a terrible time coming up with, you know, like a birthday or Christmas list. And her birthday will have taken place by the time this comes out. Mm-hmm. But I really had to dig deep for ideas. right? So Christmas, I got her. So I got her. So my mom loves sending cards to like grandkids, uh, 
nieces and nephews, us kids for every holiday, etc. But it's not just sending the cart. It has to be filled with confetti because she loves the fact that people are like, I got your card. Confetti went everywhere. And she's like, gotcha, you know? So I went around looking for all the confetti that I could find for different holidays, different themes, all that kind of stuff. And I have this giant box that she got for Christmas just full of confetti. <laughs> and she seemed like so surprised and pleased. I was like, finally, I was able to get her something that she likes and wants. And it didn't have to be put on a list. And she didn't buy for herself. And I was like, I finally did it. I'm almost 44, <laughs> but we did it. <laughs> yeah. And now it I don't know what to do for next Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is great when you do finally nail it and like, you get the great gift, it. especially for a hard, a hard gift giver, mm-hmm. gift receiver. Yes. <laughs> I'll see if I can find a picture of the box of confetti. That might be a fun Insta story or something yeah, when the episode comes fun. out. <laughs> I'm, I, my dad doesn't mean to be so difficult. It's just who he is. I'm just glad yeah. that none of us are, um, uh, gift love, la- gift giving is our love language because it might've been rough, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. And so they have this conversation about, uh, he says, Oh, I'm going to spend the holidays alone, order pizza, watch three different versions of Christmas Carol. And <laughs> I, I I do like the fact that this movie doesn't treat that as like an absolute ab- abomination. Like she's kind of concerned, but she's like, it's, it treats it with some respect, I think compared to most yeah. of these movies where we'd be like, <gasps> you <know? laughs> you're going to be alone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and and uh, he says when he, they're at the, uh, the fair, they go to this Christmas fair yeah, I want some of those pretzels. I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah. Pretzels, soft pretzels, especially from Germany, are chef's kiss. Yeah, and Greatest he says that he thinks he ruined his last relationship because of his focus on work. Mm-hmm. So in his mind, he is happy to not be basically a workaholic. You know, and he yeah. said, what do you need to have work balance after uh, after 5 p.m. Uh, that you need what are you doing after 5 p.m. that you need life balance? So, uh, yeah, he he thinks that, uh, that I know it's, it's just an interesting thing because he wants to do well in his job, but he feels like he also wants to have a life, of course. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was interesting. And... And then uh, she... So, the first person that she goes to see is this barista guy named Nate (laughs) and Charlie's there. He hides behind the newspaper. And I thought that was kind of funny. I forgot about that. (laughs) Nate says, you, you disappeared on me. And so she apologizes and uh, it turns out he's proposing to his girlfriend and he says, I should thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the first one. And then the next one is named Edward. And he's, I loved you. I, I set you free. And now you've flown back oh, to me. Oh, that guy. The only <laughs> thing he had going for him was pretzels. That's all. He <laughs> was in a relationship that she was not in with him. And so that's an issue for me. <laughs> right. Both parties should be willing parties. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then there was Harold. And Harold is, Harold is milking it. <laughs> <laughs> So then Harold ghosts her, basically. 
oh in revenge. Gosh. That was so I ghost funny. you. <laughs> and, and Charlie's like, that's not how ghosting works. He's like, what did he say? He said something like, oh, he's he's playing a prank or something like that. Yeah. He's, and, he's a prankster. And then, yeah, Charlie says to Ellie, you are menace in society. They are losing their <laughs> minds over you. Yeah, seriously. Not only do you match that many people, but like, come on. Like, yeah, I, I do like the point that they make that not everyone was going to like reach out to her. That some people might have blocked her, that some people might have be upset with her. And I thought that was an important take on ghosting, like that some people appreciated that she reached out to them, like the 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 barista who's now getting married because she didn't get back to him. So like there's I guess the point I'm making is that there are a varied set of reactions that people have to ghosting and some people can forgive or forget really easy and other ones it's very hurtful so um i guess like how do we be more mindful of that you know Mm -hmm. and i think that you know the first question might be like why people ghost in the first place and we know that ellie ghosts because she can't make the next step like right Mm -hmm. when it's the next step then it's like oh no like so the the guy that her brother set her up with, as soon as he suggested meeting for at the restaurant, she ghosted him. So she can't move to the next step. Other people might do it because they don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. Like they don't know how to say, they don't know how to do the rejection, right? And rejection hurts no matter what, but we don't really learn how to do it appropriately or learn how to cope with rejection. And that maybe if we were better at this overall as a society, avoidance and ghosting wouldn't be as necessary, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, she yeah. talks about her, that her mom is fearless. Yeah. And uh, so she struggles to kind of live up to that uh, mm-hmm. reputation. And then also she feels like that her mom thinks that she sold out being this game designer, that her mom doesn't respect her career. Yeah. Well, that she and she even says later, I didn't think you would take it seriously, like I'm being like productive or that it's it's worth something. Mm-hmm. And it, it is art and other things that bring people joy. We need it because if not, we're all just sad working people, except for Rachel, who loves her job. <laughs> and- <laughs> Sure. Without without art and entertainment, you wouldn't have a job, right? That's right. <laughs> so, like, you know, vicious cycle there. Vicious I know cycle. what it's like to hate your job, though, and that's why yes. I I promised myself that I would never let myself get to that spot again where I was so miserable, and I never have. I yeah. I never have allowed myself. I would rather I would you. do anything rather than. Good then for you. Be miserable. But absolutely. Um, <laughs> so then he then she goes to talk to Kevin, who's out sick. And this whole scene between Kevin and Ellie felt very you've got mail-y to me. <laughs> you know, and you've got mail when it's like, aren't Daisy's the friendliest flower? <laughs> and it's like, shut up. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I love that whole scene when she's sick and he comes and uh comes and visits her and and uh she basically destroys his whole philosophy of go to the mattress in one conversation. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so good. Uh, 
But I thought that the Kevin guy, the only weird part about it to me was I thought that he looked a lot like Charlie. They could have definitely been brothers. So I was I like, that was a weird like, casting choice. Yeah, I but I felt like Kevin, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, I don't feel like maybe at that point, I think I was now then invested in Charlie. So I was like, no, thanks. You mm-hmm. can feel free to ghost him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was really nice. Like, I do. It takes a lot. It takes a lot of guts to go to people and tell them that you're sorry for something that you've done that potentially hurt them. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that she did that, she wrote a letter, she got him some soup, he was sick, and just trying to illustrate and then saying, like, I can leave it at the door if that makes you feel more comfortable. Like, like I thought, you know, if her mother is fearless, like, she certainly has some guts, too. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. She's, and she's growing by the course of the movie, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> For the better, <laughs> in, in my humble opinion, of course. <laughs> yeah, and so then we have we find out about Blinky. Uh, the- this is the moment where I was like, "What?" <laughs> so she had ghosted this uh, Blinky uh, character, and uh, she starts talking again to Blinky, and of course, we find out that Blinky is Charlie. Blink you for life. Shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Like not shocked, but I still was like, I really didn't see it coming. And so I was like, maybe it's just not, maybe it's because it's a different kind of story. And like, I didn't pick up, like he's been ghosted too. I didn't know he was ghosted by her. Mm -hmm. And yeah, no, that was a great moment. I thought. Yeah. And then that whole scene where she texts him and he, he puts uh, the phone in the, in the sink and she's like, what are you doing? Phone in the sink so that she can't hear his ringtone because they had created ringtones together because it was awesome nerdy gaming app or not app, but like a webpage or something like that. So the likelihood that she did ghost him was high, but I still was like, what? Shocked. Shocked, I tell you. And And then he would throw his phone in the water to, like, bro, this is your (laughs) chance. Like, yeah, and she says, I, she says, I've never felt this kind of connection before. And then he says, she's never met the real Blinky, but she has met me, and I'm not the kind of guy she's interested in. And you're just like, your heart just dies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And she does invite him to Christmas. Yes. And she says, I stand by my belief that no one should be alone on Christmas. And he, and then he says, you have me at apple strudel. 
And, <laughs> me uh, too. I, this is like a little detail, but yes, I loved her clothes and I loved how her clothes got more Christmassy throughout the course of yes. the movie, which makes sense, right? And especially mm-hmm. since she's designing a Christmas game. But I also loved the Christmas tree that she had on her wall. There was I'm a, trying to remember. It was like a, a flat Christmas tree on a wall. Oh, you know, like a, I, might, I might have to go back and look. I think I might have missed it. I'm going to have to check it out because I rented the movie on Amazon. So I might have to yeah. go in there before the rental <laughs> period ends. I missed it. Maybe I did see it and I'm just forgetting though. But Yeah. And so he, he claims, oh, I just saw a bug. <laughs> and that's why he did that with the phone um, and uh, he says she thinks I'm the office jester I don't I don't think she thinks of me at all which is just like Aww. oh again <laughs> that makes me sad <laughs> uh, but then he he's like I'm not going to Christmas at her mom's mm-hmm. and uh it was kind of funny to me that they she talks about we're gonna watch the 1993 animated Christmas Carol. Like no one Ooh. likes that version of Christmas Carol. <laughs> Dropping <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why they picked that one. But There's so pretty, many things they could watch. It's so pretty bad. It's made in. It's a really cheap one made in Japan. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen it, but it doesn't sound like I've missed out on anything. No. <laughs> and so then this is when we get this scene of him sending in the game. And mm-hmm. she wants to fix more things. She says, Stop I want it to be great. trying to fix things. <laughs> she says, I want it to be great. That's why I don't fiddle and, and polish until it's lost. It's, uh, he says, I want it to be great. That's why I don't fiddle and polish until it's lost its whole life. At a certain point, you have to take the leap. And then she says, what leaps are you taking? You'd rather just fail. You'd rather just fail. Be safe and, and be safe. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You'd rather just fail and be safe and sound on your own. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he says, oh, well, I didn't really upload it. But I'm glad we got to clear the air. And he leaves. It's like, oh, no. Yeah, that was an awkward moment. But also, she was <laughs> spitting the truth out at him for sure. Because, mm-hmm. like, he threw us phone he had to get a new phone <laughs> like i mean it's a hard on. thing because at what point do you say like we do want this to be as good as it can be we want to work as hard yeah. as possible on this but where do you draw the line of like okay we also need to have a life and be human and and well, i mean it sounds delegated like, i'm sure there's someone else who can work on it you know like her anxiety wasn't necessarily helping the project. And I think that was his point that, that fiddle and polish until it's lost its whole life. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a tricky thing. Yeah. At a certain point, it's not going to be like you lose the authenticity of something, but I guess with the game, you might need it to be as perfect as possible. And I imagine they have other people who just simply edit stuff. You know, they probably have other people who do it. Mm-hmm. When it's hard too, because there's, always somebody else who is willing to work 24 seven and uh, that you're competing with probably usually somebody who's younger. And, <laughs> and, just, and so that can be hard too. It's like, you know, that if I don't do it, somebody else is waiting there yep. <laughs> ready to go to take the spot. Yep. But it's, 
in, in the end, that's why it comes down to, I think that she wasn't respectful enough of the effort that he did put in. And then he was maybe a little pushy, but they, they're able to work it out. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's probably part of the problem is that, is that we're not communicating as well as we should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she makes a, she, she, calls Kevin and she makes a date for drinks and uh, they basically, she's just talking about this whole thing. And uh, he says, what if you love your job is overworking still a problem? And then she realizes she forgot to pick up the scarves that she had bought for her, for her mom. Uh, And so she ends up missing the scarf and. It was uh, fun. It wasn't that great of a gift. No. I was like, I love scars, but no, nope, let's not, nope. Yeah. <laughs> well, so then she finds out that Lana, her boss, loves the pitch. Everything worked out, and I. So I think there's some insecurity from her too that if she just had sort of more confidence in her work, and uh, mm-hmm. that it it would it would be you know better, and she wouldn't have to go so crazy about it. But anyway, Lana loves it. And he said, did Charlie help you at all? Or did he just ghost on you? Ah, using that language. (laughs) Interesting. And she says, Charlie turns out is crucial. That was very funny. Yeah, that was a good one. She's coming around. She's coming around the mountain when she comes. (laughs) Just slowly but surely. So she gives her mom basically a print of the characters from the game. And she says, sometimes I feel like you think what I'm doing isn't worthwhile. That was a very good moment between her and her mom. Yeah, I thought so too. Because she said, her mom says, I get so worried that you aren't happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you you have two characters who have like a real growth in this movie. I mean, her mom's basically a minor character, but I feel like she has... She's really well written and well done. Mm-hmm. I I liked her and I still, one of my favorite lines was when they were talking about ghosting and the mom just is like, that's rude. Like she's trying to pick <laughs> up and understand everything that's going on. And she's just like, that's just rude. And I was uh-huh. like, might be best line in the movie. Cause it's accurate. <laughs> yeah. I also, this is just a minor thing, but I thought all of the Christmas trees in this movie were gorgeous. Really beautiful. Well, not I just, just... Oh, sorry. I would just not... Sorry. Just not your typical trees. They were, like, different looking, like, more creative trees that I've seen I before. thought the movie was very stylish from clothing yeah, to That's art direction and everything. I thought it looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. Agreed. <laughs> And I, I really liked her brother and sister-in-law, I think it was. Or yeah, sister I and brother-in-law. I can't remember. Them. I they were more. pretty funny and involved. <laughs> and kind of, I loved it, especially towards the end. It was like, oh, he's here. And then, <laughs> oh, she's here. You know, kind of the back and yeah. forth was fun. <laughs> uh, and so then we have uh, them taking all of the bets of whether she's going to succeed. Uh, and so she texts to Blinky and mm-hmm. he says, at the very least, I always want you to finish your projects. And so mm-hmm. 
So then uh, they, I yeah, like I said, I really loved the teams. The brothers, Team Charlie's, the sister-in-law's yeah. Team Blinky, and the mom is like kind of both. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was cute. It was fun. <laughs> um, and I I also really enjoyed the the little scenes, as you said, where he's talking to uh, his friend T- Todd, the sub, uh, yeah, the, the Santa sub. Santa. That yeah. was fun. That was good. Yeah, I like those scenes too. Those are great. <laughs> <laughs> they say Pac Man is a metaphor for is his metaphor for life. <laughs> I love um, a good metaphor. And uh, this is what if she doesn't turn up for Blinky, but would turn out for you. So this is Todd. Oh, so good. And uh, he says, you're still playing it safe and a lot of unnecessary steps for you. Just show up at her house and say, I like you. Mm. Which is so hard. <laughs> it is. It is. It go- I Especially go when you've been to- ghosted. That's the thing is, I, I go back to the point that as a society, we don't do a very good job of learning how to reject people or to take rejections, whether it be work, romantic, mm-hmm. friends, or otherwise. And so I feel like that's why some things are so hard because we're afraid to be rejected. And then we're afraid to reject people. So it just makes it all the more challenging than it already is to let someone know that you like them. Yeah. And so she goes to meet Blinky and then he shows up and, and the, I think it's the mom says, she just, she just took off to meet this Blinky guy. And he's like, I am Blinky. We're alive. <laughs> so fun. He's like, oh my gosh, that's me. <laughs> and so then they meet and he says, I do want true love with you. Oh, yeah. and they kiss and he says, I had to get that kiss in before midnight uh, because I'm Blinky for life. It was so cute. It's always fun when she's just, when characters talking, 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 and you get the uh, shut up and kiss me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Where he just goes for it. He's like, I'd do it before midnight. Well, yeah, because if not, it's going to, what was the, what did the fortune teller say? Like, she'd never find love ever or something. Yeah. So, like, yeah. better get it, get it together. Like, make it happen. <laughs> So I think they also had really nice chemistry, the two, uh, yes. Andy Clark and Dan Gina. They had really good chemistry, and you're just feeling it the whole time that, all oh, these people should be together. Stop. <laughs> <You know? laughs> At a certain point, like, I was fine with them being apart, and then I got invested, and then we started meeting all the people that she ghosted, and I was like, Charlie's way better than all these. And that's when I really started to get more and more invested, is mm-hmm. each time she met someone new, like, oh, God, no, that guy's terrible. <laughs> Yeah. Charlie's better than that. <laughs> uh, so I really enjoyed this movie. I it was even stronger, I thought, on the rewatch because you're just watching so many movies during the holidays that uh, I always I say that off season it really helps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So get together the movies that you want to rewatch from from Christmas season past, and then we, you might enjoy them more this time mm-hmm. around through on friendship. <laughs> yeah. So let us know if you got to see this movie, what you thought of it. I will have an affiliate link in the description. So if you want to check it out on Amazon, like Elise did, uh, mm-hmm. you can use the affiliate link and help us out. And uh, again, I think it's one that got kind of. Uh, passed over missed uh and it was really good so i i enjoyed Absolutely. it i would give it like mm, like a 4.5 <laughs> <laughs>
if I, I would, that's five. exactly what I was thinking too. I was like four and a half, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah. Not quite really uh, see you next Christmas, but still pretty good. Now that's <laughs> my, good. that's my oh, movie that everyone has to compete with. <laughs> yeah. And that was so much fun. And it was so neat to see how much it meant to everybody involved. That uh, was so cool. Yeah. So many responses on social media. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was, that yeah. was a neat moment. It really was. Sure. So. Well, very good. Well, Lisa, where can people find you? Yes, on social media, I am, uh, well, on Twitter, I'm Dr. Elisa Lucas for my personal account. And I'm friends W. Elisa on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm friends with Elisa. And I launched a brand new web page, so completely upgraded. And so that is www.friendswelisa.com. And I would just say also that um, my Best Forever's podcast, my friendship podcast, I talk about ghosting and friendships, and that's episode number 51, and it's called Haunted, if you'd like Mm -hmm. to check it out. That sounds good. Yeah. And uh, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave all of both of our podcasts, all of our podcasts, uh, yeah, five stars. Them. <laughs> we appreciate it so much. It helps us so much. And also, if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group and merch store. Check out that. Mm -hmm. And thanks again. It's always a blast. We'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Merry Christmas.